Hello, hello, guys. Hello, it is me, Adrian Mayfield. I'm going to only give about 15, 20 seconds of announcements because I am super sleepy. I've had a very packed last four days, and so I'm not going to be on here very long. I, I have to do my hair. I have prayer at 12 o'clock, and I also have a couple of other paperwork-related things that I have to do all in the next 40 minutes. So you guys are going to get a strong 10 to 12 minutes of my time. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Again, I'm Adrian Mayfield, just in case you don't know who I am. I have not been on here as much as possible, but I've been super busy, so I've not been on. But I want to jump on tonight and just talk to you very briefly. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to talk to you very briefly about someone I know passing away today and the impact of that happening and, and kind of not how it came to be, but more importantly, what that means for you. And so there was um, a friend of, who's actually a friend of my brother's, not actually my friend, but I had met him. We hosted him at my, at our family home back when my brother was in college. And so I didn't know him. I think maybe like last year, we actually spoke over the phone. I had not spoken to him in many, many years. My brother gave him my phone number. So um, <laughs> we spoke on the phone and we talked and kind of, kind of chatted about things. He called, you know, a few times just to chat. And it was good to catch up with him, but outside of that, we didn't talk very much. And so I knew that he had struggled with some substance abuse use and uh, some other things. And so that was something that we talked about, I think, when we spoke, as well as something that I prayed about with him. And then he kind of just got off the grid, you know, how life happens, life, lives. And so we he kind of fell off the grid. And so I found out from my brother about a week ago that he had gotten sick and he was um on a medically induced coma and they were saying there's nothing we can do. Well, we know that the great physician never says there's nothing he can do, right? So of course, what do what did we do as good Christians? We prayed. And so my brother and I prayed for him. We prayed for his family and all of that, but things were not shifting. Things were not moving. And so his family decided today that they would remove him from the life support machine. And shortly after that, um, everything shut down and he passed away. So you're saying, Adrian, I don't even know who it is. You didn't say his name. Do I even know him? Like, why should I care? Well, the reason why you should care, I came on here, even though, again, I have about six things to do before I have prayer tonight at midnight. But I came on here tonight to remind you that this life is not all there is. You might be having a good time. You might be at the club right now. You might be hanging out. You probably wouldn't be watching me on YouTube. You might be doing something you have no business doing. You could be worshiping, praising God. Who knows what you're doing? Well, no matter what you're doing right now, this is not all there is. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that it's appointed unto man. It's Hebrews 9, 27, actually. That it's appointed unto man once to die and after that, the judgment. What does that mean? That means no one of us. No person, man, boy, woman, girl, will be able to escape the fact that at the end of this life, you will stand before God and you have to give an account for your life. That means you will let you will have to give an account for how you lived, how you died, and whether or not, most importantly, you ever accepted Jesus Christ. And you will also have to give an account for the gifts and talents that God gave you, whether you ever got around to doing what he called you to do or you were just doing what you wanted to do. And so that's the most important thing I want to remind you. And even last week, I was reading scriptures one day 
And I came across this scripture. I'm sure I've read it before because I did read the Bible once, read the Bible all the way through a couple of years back. But I did, it didn't really stick out to me like it did the other day when I read it. And then I went to church a couple of nights ago and I heard the same scripture. So I knew that God was communicating it. And it's 2 Corinthians 5.20. That's 2 Corinthians 5.20. And it says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So an ambassador is one who represents on, on behalf of another. And so we are ambassadors for Christ. And it says that through our lives, through our being here, through our preaching of the gospel, through our sharing the true word of pe with people and telling them about Jesus, the good news of Jesus Christ and sharing the gospel, we are ambassadors for Christ. We represent Christ and we are imploring them through our lives to be reconciled to God. And so that's what I wanted to say to you tonight, guys. It's not too late. You have to think about eternity. This life isn't all there is. And so if you've never heard that before, if never one ever told you before, it's time to get serious. It's time to get sober about life and understand the seriousness of life. People are checking out here. He was a very young man, probably, I'm 49. I think he would probably be about maybe 55, 56, somewhere around there. So somewhere between 54 and 56. And he is gone. Whatever dreams, whatever hopes, whatever goals he had, they are now over. And he will have to stand before God in eternity and give an account for whether he was saved or not. And to be honest, I don't think, I mean, we, I remember us talk, speaking about Jesus, but I can't say with 100% confidence that I know he was saved because I have, haven't really been in a relationship with him for years. And so that is another thing that's very sobering for me is to preach the gospel with even more fervor, with even more passion to make sure that anyone that I know that's connected to me knows that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and so jesus came and died he lived as a perfect man he died on the cross he rose again so that we as this scripture just told us could be reconciled back to god that's the most thing people say all the time well you're so serious you so why do you get so passionate you get so excited i get excited because jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me he has completely transformed my life and he wants to do the same for you. It's not a game out here, guys. Jesus said the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And the thief is Satan. He doesn't love you, never loved you, never will love you. The Bible calls him our adversary, right? Adversary is a legal term. It's an opponent. It's someone who's on the other side of an issue or matter. And so Satan will never be for you. He will never be trying to help you. He will never be trying to help you be win, win or give you something good. If he gives you, if he tells you he can give you something, he might deliver on the promise. But guess what? He's coming to collect on it too. Jesus told us the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, meaning Jesus, that you could have life and have it more abundantly. Guys, this is the good news. Jesus has come. He has died. He was resurrected. He is now seated at the seat at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and me. Also, also that you could be reconciled to God and that through your, despite your sinful state, that you could come into right standing through his righteousness and have a relationship with God and spend eternity with him, but also have an abundant life here. 
This is the truth of the gospel. We are born in sin. We need a savior. Jesus has fulfilled the righteous requirement of the law, which says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. He fulfilled that by living a perfect life and dying on the cross for you and me. He resurrected, meaning that when we die, we will be resurrected again. And that is when we will stand before the judgment and God will say, hopefully, well done, my good and faithful servant. But to many people, he will say, depart from me. I never knew you. And so one of the most sobering things in the Bible, I think this most sobering scripture to me is when Jesus says, many, many will say to me that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And I will say, depart from me. I never knew you. And so those people who are saying this, obviously, if they're saying that they prophesy in his name, they cast out devils in his name, then obviously those people were church people, right? They might have been preachers or pastors or bishops or apostles or, you know, whatever, you know, evangelists, prophets, whatever. But those people, Jesus said, depart from me. I never knew you. You were working for me, but I didn't have your heart. I never knew you. And so you don't want that to be your story. Today is the day of your salvation. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you need to do that now. You need to ask him to come into your heart, ask him to come and be the Lord of your life, confess your sins, repent of your sins, tell him that you believe that he died for you and that you want him to be Lord over your life, guys. It's not too late to do it, but the time is now. So I want to pray for you and um, I'm going to also pray for his family and just uh, lift them up, cover them in prayer. There's so many people going through things, hurting and having, you know, different obstacles and challenges. But we know that God is more than able, right? He who began a good work in us will fulfill it and bring it to completion. Amen. So I just wanted to give this sobering reminder that this is not all there is. It's time to get serious about what's going on. People are checking out of here. And so this is no time to be walking around thinking that life is a joke or a game because it's not sober up get serious about life live your life for jesus christ because as a as what well, as a pastor from my hometown used to say only those things that you do for christ will last let's pray father we thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple we thank you for everyone who is watching now and even those who watch on the replay father we thank you for alex's life and we thank you for the life of his family we cover them now and we ask that you, who are the spirit of comfort, will come to them, that you will rest with them, and that you will give them, the, give them the peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we pray now for those who um, who have lost their way. We pray that they will be reconciled to you. We pray to we pray for those who are just all I mean, just all the way out there lost and don't know you. We pray now that the hand of the enemy will be stayed over their life and that they will have a convergence of your spirit with their spirit, that their eyes will be open, that the strong delusion and deception that they are under will be broken off of them in the name of Jesus, and that they will cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank, that, thank you that the blood of Jesus is spilled in the mercy seat on our behalf. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who intercedes, who convicts us of sin, and who testifies of Jesus. And we thank you that he leads us into all truth. Hallelujah. And so, Father, again, we bless everyone who is watching. We decree that she'll have sweet sleep. We pray that even those who are not watching live now, but who need to hear this reminder, who need to hear this word, that they must confess you as Lord in order to be saved. And that Jesus is the way, the truth, the only way, the only truth, 
and the only life and path. And so we pray now that someone will rest on this live, that they will see this live, even as a replay, and that they will accept you and come to know you as Lord. Father, we know that you said that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. We pray that you will send the harvest, but that you will ready us, prepare our hearts, sober us, that we understand the seriousness of what you called us to do. So we thank you for loving us. We thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for reconciling us back to you. Help us to be good ambassadors for you. Help us to be worthy ambassadors for you. Help us to be true ambassadors for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for watching. Please, please share this with someone who needs to know about the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Whether or not you have accepted Jesus Christ, whether you know him is going to be the only thing that matters. God bless you and have a good night.